so we're talking about pods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, other pods. Um, other pods. And uh, I listened to so many pods that I just started a pod. Is literally what happened. I mean, I had the genius idea of recording the homies. Like the idea was very clear in my eye, but I was also like you just get to a point where you consume something to such a degree that you're like, uh, okay, I have this figured out. I can do this now. Um, and that's my deal. I'm a garbage, I'm a garbage, I'm garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, garbage. but anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Chapo's a good one. That's a good, easy one to talk about. It's been dry lately. They've been really like not funny. Like sometimes they really make me cringe when they all start laughing. Yeah. It can be mega grim. I'm trying to think of the last time I... I, I feel like I listened to one fairly recently, like within the last week, where I, I laughed out loud at one part. But that was like notable, you know? <laughs> the Whereas about- like when I first started listening to them, I was like, wow, <laughs> geniuses. <laughs> geniuses at work. Which is like, I don't know. I don't know if I was like naive or if I've just kind of like, it's become so familiar that I just, I'm used to their sense of humor so it doesn't hit me in the same way the punchlines you see him coming i guess i'd listen yeah. to the recent one with nick mullen which i thought was interesting that they finally had nick mullen on yeah but that, that, was, that one was good except nick was like funny and the rest of them were like hella dry i mean that's it also i'm like it, i got the impression that they were like trying to put on a little bit from for nick i don't know well, maybe man. i was just projecting that's <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, if you were on a podcast with Nick, would you try to impress him? Oh, absolutely not. Right? I'd be terrified. I'd be so terrified. I'd be like, you just be funny. You'd be terrified? Know. Yeah, because I, I think that Nick Mullen is the funniest person alive. Uh, I mean, he's funny. Yeah. He doesn't seem that terrifying, though. No, I think that he's probably a very kind person. I would just be, like, so self-conscious. What would, like, what? I don't think that he would be mean to me. <laughs> so what, what what is it that you would say, though, that would he, he would just start laughing out loud? Like, how... You gotta. How would you? Are you, do you that? like wanting me to provide samples? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you give a. This is your. This is your. This is an on the spot demand. <laughs> this is my audition for Come Down. Look, to he's be the gonna, fourth mic. He's either gonna laugh or he's gonna forget you forever. So you gotta make your mark. Yeah. See, that's why I couldn't do it <laughs> because this is your stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I couldn't do it. Would Would you go? Would you go blue? Would you try to come something real graphic, or would you try to just be real dry? What's going to impress this guy? <laughs> I don't know. He's a hard nut to crack, you know? <laughs> I hope, I think if I was in that circumstance, this is like, this is probably part of my own like, uh, disturbed, like broken brain is that I, in my mind, I'm like, I know it would be funny. I'll just like let him make fun of me for all the ways I'm, which I'm an absolute idiot. No, I couldn't debase myself like that. Yeah. I would like, cause I don't feel like, cause I wouldn't, I know that I can't be debased in the things that I care about, but I feel totally at peace with being like an idiot when it comes to things I say or things I've written. Yeah. So I would be like, I would be at peace with that. Yeah. But that's the kind of pain piggy that I can turn into in those circumstances. Dog, I don't think I've seen this side of you before. Stu likes to get roasted every once in a while. It's like one of my, it's the thing I appreciate in certain friendships. And someone, when people start roasting me, like seeing like the things that are funny, like roastable about me, it's, I feel closer to them. Yeah. Damn, should I roast you more often? Feel free, dog. Am I dying? What am I going to roast you about? (laughs) (laughs) Well, what? Give me the things I should roast you about. Uh, so we got Chapo, Comptown, Assorted New Yorkers. What else are we doing? Red Scare. So I don't listen to Red Scare. I've never listened to Red You've Scare. You've never listened to Red Scare? No. Tell me about it. Um, it's 
Jasha Nekrasova, who you might be familiar with. <laughs> that could be why. Uh, <laughs> just to save myself. <laughs> just Go to full know, die. Just so my brain Favorite just aspects so of our relationship was you texting me pictures of Adam being like, why? How? <laughs> <laughs> well, not a big deal anymore, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you were in the end, you were right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, she, she, uh, me and every other fucking die god in the universe. Yeah. And you want life. Dasha to run you over with her car? Uh, oh, she can't drive. That's something I learned about her. She's never driven and she lived in LA, which is insane to me. I have a friend that. That's that thought lifestyle. Yeah. I have a friend that did the same thing. Miles can't drive, but he grew up in New York, so I can understand. Yeah, she grew up in Vegas. How? <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. No, I want to arm wrestle with Dasha. She has very thin and de- delicate arms. Yeah, but yeah. psychologically. <laughs> uh, but what's cra- what's cracking with Reg Carey? Incels, uh, incel audience. It's just no, no. That's like that's like their reputation that's the because stereotype. that's what like um, was people who hate them night. online always accuse them of. But their their fan base is largely like girls in their twenties and gay men, and then a few dudes and like a me. few like yeah, groupers. Not, I mean, you're calling me a groper. <laughs> <laughs> Couple groupers on the couch over here. <laughs> on the couch right here. I'm not a groper, but I also she's like a, a groper, and I'm just like pre-groper. Yeah. I listen to Red Scare off and on because I have like a contentious relationship, but I go off and on being like I fucking hate them, and then I'm like this is pretty good. Yeah. Mostly, I feel that way about. Actually, I feel that way about both of them. Both of them, I'm like God, I can't stand listening to them talk. Yeah. And other times I'm like, like because of their vocal fry or no, the vocal fry doesn't bother me. It's just like. Uh, at times, and this is like been like probably like the most uh, most important thing that I've acknowledged <laughs> is that they are that all these people and all these podcasts I listen to are people who are my age. It's the vocal friend. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why that's so funny. Uh, yeah, it can be a little tricky to like listen and be like, shit, this is uh, what the fuck. I don't know. For me, I it, it like this is so cheesy, but Red Scare was like so important to me yeah at like a really critical time of feeling just like fucking insane about like identity politics and liberal feminism and just feeling like i don't feel this way but it feels like i'm not a woman if i don't feel this way and uh so it was really liberating for me to listen to like their perspective and just to feel like god i'm not the only one you know that's what yeah that's why chapa was easy to listen to when i had my emotional breakdown because i was like oh oh i'm not alone like oh all these things that drive me fucking insane uh are not completely i'm not like yeah i'm not insanely problematic (laughs) and like need to be need to be shot like i'm actually i have yeah i uncucked myself yeah absolutely i feel like i uncucked myself but you know the female version of that yes yeah i guess chapo sort of like i'm allowed to be a woman Actually, I think you are. I'd say so. Hey, thank you. Comtown did that for me a little bit, which is embarrassing to say, but yeah. it was like a moment of being like, yeah, I don't need to be so hung up on all this stuff. Uh, Anna was on the Brett Easton Ellis podcast, which is probably my favorite podcast. Oh, really? really? I've never listened. Um, L- he records in LA, right? Yeah. yeah. Give us the lowdown. Uh, I mean, you've have you, you've seen American Psycho, right? Yeah. So, like, you remember the speech he gives about, like, fucking... Um, Whitney Houston mm-hmm. you know it's just I don't know because I've never seen it uh, in American Psycho the character Patrick Bateman um, you know in addition to being a serial killer <laughs> and, a, and a freak a New York freak finance guy um, also delivers these like unbelievably well crafted um, 
critical dissertations of like Huey Lewis and the news mm-hmm. and like Whitney Houston and they just go on and on and on and on. And there's a scene in the movie where he goes on one of these like rants right before he like chops Jared Leto's head off. <laughs> amazing. Um, it is amazing. Um, but the Brady, so that voice just is Brady Snellis's voice. Mm-hmm. That's just what he sounds like. So every episode is like an hour and a half long and they all start with these half hour essays that are just like some kind of uh, media criticism or cultural criticism and he's just a continuous monologue and it's just like Patrick Bateman's talking to you and it's fucking amazing. It's incredible. Damn. He's like uh, kind of a Fox News dad sometimes. Like he's really like, he's the, probably the only conservative person that I really fuck with. Like the yeah. only conservative artist and like... Uh, is he, he actually conservative? Yes. Yes, he is. He has like a whole, I mean, he's got the whole um, uh, rich gay establishment LA mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, those dudes can be fucking brutal. No, they can be terrible. They can be like some of the most racist. Yeah. Like, those worst people I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. Like, some, they have some, like, just classist rate, like, some shit that I've just been like, damn. Yeah. I mean, he's on that level, but like, it's not, it's not, um, if it was excessive, it wouldn't work, right? I wouldn't fuck with it, but it's just in the pocket. It's yeah. it's just so in the pocket, it's impossible to overstate um, how, how much I fuck with him, but, like, uh, um, he's full blast. He's yeah. as full blast as it gets. Yeah. Um, and it's it's hard to describe. I'm not doing a very good job of describing it, but uh, it's a Patreon-only thing, um, and he's, uh, yeah, he's fucking amazing. What did uh, him and Anna talk about? I should just listen. The shit that, yeah, all the shit you could, you would expect. Yeah. Like, just like, um, Anna's a really good cultural critic in my opinion as well. Yeah. And then she, you know, they were just talking about what's wrong with contemporary feminism. What's wrong with blah, 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 blah. And then they were talking about, um, movies. He talks a lot about movies from the seventies. He's like obsessed with American golden era cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my spiel. It's really hard to describe. I'll play a little for you after this, and you'll yeah. be able to you'll you'll get it right away. Yeah, yeah. I wanna I wanna listen. Um, do you guys have any uh, podcasts that you hate listen to? I don't think so. I don't like. That's pretty. That's. I don't think I can go there. It's a, uh, Pod Save America. Every once in a while. That's yeah. sick. That's a sick deal. <laughs> I just need to get like. I, it's just like a there's a way in which like sometimes if you get in I get embedded so deep into like the normal podcasts I listen to and I find myself getting like agitated at them and being like you fucking idiots or like God like I really can't take this kind of condescending tone or like you don't like this is uh, whatever there's like or a surety in what they're saying that I'm like huh and then I'll like go to Pots of America and being like oh never mind no <laughs> like yeah the alternative is much much worse or what's like it's uh like a the Jacobin podcast oh yeah I've only listened to a couple episodes of that it's not that all the things that they say are just like bad but there there's just like an aspect of it it's like a, a tonal a tonal way and an approach that still feels so like infatuated with mp like just Im- influenced by npr yeah totally just like i can't do this right yeah now. i like sometimes just there's topics that i'm like no i want to learn more about but there's as there's ways in which they deliberate that i'm like <laughs> this is the worst version <laughs> yeah this is the absolute worst filter to be experiencing <laughs> this information through it's just like in the, there there has to be something that there's there's something about not about just like Jeremy Scahill's the only and from the Intercept is the only er, perpetually earnest and like serious like podcast like news podcast voice that I like don't like roll my eyes at can, like perpetually yeah because he can be a little eye rolly sometimes well too. it's funny because I he makes my eyes roll and I love it <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm listening to it and I'm like homie you are on fucking fire you're so on fire <laughs> he, well that's what I like is that when he gets on fire when he gets angry it like brings it back I'm like okay this is a person with passion I think that like 
like the like Jacobin or other ones like have like this kind of like dispassionate NPR way that I'm just like yeah, where they're like liberal and just like observers of the situation. Yeah, because cynicism is not still passion. direct experiencers of it. Like pe- like yeah. cynical like chop out podcast shit is like still passion because it's relatable as like a defense mechanism. Yeah, and like angry like Jeremy Scahill like okay guy is like also passion, but like the kind of like like detached like NPR voice is like do you care about anything? Yeah, like, or do you just like sounding the sound of your voice? Anything yeah. that hits NPR, I turn it off immediately. It's so <laughs> it's, like I, I I listen to a lot of cybersecurity podcasts, mm-hmm. and there's one that's like a daily twenty minutes. It's like amazing, and mm-hmm. like every day I listen to it. Uh, but they have they have rotating correspondence, and a lot of them are just trying as hard as they can to do their NPR voice, yeah. and it I just turn it off or to be it. so gentle. It just <laughs> it's not even gentle. It's more like the um, the premise of NPR is like, did you know that this simple thing is actually a little more complicated? Yeah. than you thought it was and uh, and let's talk about <laughs> and, and it's just like uh, please please kill me yeah please yeah, die absolutely. me i want to die yeah the absolutely. time that hannah roasted it saying like that it's just the the tone that people who cook dinner like the the miserable cu- couple that cooks dinner together and just like rehashes every npr <laughs> article that they listen to god like tr- truly like sent shivers down my spine i was like i'll never i never want to never be that. be that i will be called a piece of shit before i ever decide to just have the most polite tone that just rehashes the things that i read from the new yorker that's when you dinner. that's when you knew you needed to move to la pretty much yeah because that, that's going down right now oh well, actually, seattle is just crawling with npr heads those people are sleep asleep at this point but yeah yeah, yeah. saturday night 10 30 11 30 yeah they're out yeah it's a friday bb friday shipping out they're uh, at the barcade. Uh, I <laughs> I listened to uh, so that guy Don Hughes. He has a podcast. Oh, okay. Um, it, that's probably the closest I get to hate listening because although he's like a genius shit poster, like him and the dude he does a podcast with, they're actually funny, but they're just really, really like they're failures. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're like uh, they really remind me of all the people I used to fuck with on the internet in like two thousand two, three, and four when I was just constantly on forums all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like basement dwellers, just nonstop. Yeah, what forums were you on? Something awful. Oh, I don't know about it. Pretty good. Pretty positive. Easy to recommend. Yeah. <laughs> it was, this was 2003 or four. I was not online. I was on MySpace. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did you blow out your MySpace? With oh, like absolutely. A, what'd you have? Who are you, who's in your top eight? Oh, it's hard to say. All the people that I have no contact with whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Scenesters. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's all about my MySpace had the um, the skate like skateboarding gifts. Yes. This is my background repeating pattern. Yes, it too. did. Yes. <laughs> giving seizures to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I hate listen to my favorite murder. Ugh. Gnarly. It's you so really bad. Hate, <laughs> so gnarly. You really hate listening to it too, because you've listened to a lot of episodes. I listen to every one of their full length episodes. Holy but shit. not their live shows. Their live shows are like so bad. <laughs> They're um so I'm sure everyone knows this, but it's like they try to do like true crime with a little comedy twist on it. But it's like comedy <laughs> and I, my life. It's like <laughs> it's like comedy for like wine moms and it's like so Are you prepping? Are you prepping for later in life? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. Um it's it's so rough and like the thing that's maybe the worst about it is that people that I care about a lot really like that show and people that I feel a lot of like kinship with 
really like listening to it and so i've i like maybe three or four months ago was like okay maybe i'll just like listen to see what's good because i had senses about it i had an intuition that it was just not good based on like shit i saw online um and then i started listening to it and it is like grueling for the first 20 minutes they just kind of like banter a little bit and one of the women is like had a stand-up comedy career and still like writes for different shows and stuff and another woman, I have no idea what her background is, probably something in entertainment. I don't know. Um, and it is like almost palpable how much the stand-up comedian hates the other one. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is just like so naive and like very like kind of happy-go-lucky that she just kind of rolls with it. And is like she the one that does has all the research? like no self-evaluation for like what's funny or like... What the fuck? It's, it's, like she just like can't read the room at all this is big fucked off yeah and you really know about this i mean i've listened to every episode <laughs> this is just my take i'm sure that they would be like you're fucking crazy or like people who love them are like no they're they're like sisters or whatever but it's so rough it's so rough and I'm just going to keep listening to it, if that's okay with you guys. Also, just like to note that they are just describing gruesome murders on a regular basis. Like, oh, so it's yeah, like, that's true. Like the oh, and then also advertising office. like home security systems for uh, at their commercial breaks. It's insane. They like just describe like the breaking and entering and like brutal raping of a woman. And they're like, hey, Georgia, do you want to know what keeps me safe at night? <laughs> <laughs> this is a hate listen that I can really, I can get behind. <laughs> I listened to it this morning on my run. <laughs> Powerful. The, hey, Georgia. Uh, another podcast. This one should be up right up my alley. I listen to Pardon My Take actually pretty regularly. I go through phases of not listening to it, but I'm about to start again given that football season has started. But Pardon My Take is from the Barstool Sports uh, family. I'm sure that most, uh, I'm sure that the our listeners, your listeners will know how much, how Barstool should be hated, I guess. You just may. You just may. Uh Barstool, Fortnite, baby. Yeah. Barstool Sports is like such a brutal enterprise owned by just the most psycho, psycho fucking asshole. Like dude who like really perceives himself as a complete genius. It actually just like, it is just like Kenny Powers. Again, it's like, God damn, I think about Kenny Powers and <laughs> how that show is just so prophetic to the world that we live in today and the kind of douchebags that like get, make it big. But the two dudes that do part of my take are like, it's weird because I like listen to it and like their interviews are just painfully dumb. Like the shows are all interviews with sports people and rarely are they interesting and rarely are they funny. Really? They're not funny? PFT commentator is not So PFT commentator is actually funny. He's like pretty, like he's pretty witty. And then uh, Big Cat, the other guy is like, he's pretty good too. And I like their banter. So I always enjoy the first 15 minutes of them just like recapping the sports of the week and talking shit. And then, but then they just have the most broed out shit. Like they'll do like, they have a segment called like the Bachelorette for dudes where they just recap Bachelorette episodes. Hell yeah. <laughs> Such a hell yeah. Such a hell yeah. Uh, oh, you guys fuck with The Bachelorette. I, no, actually. Well, I binged the most recent season of The Bachelorette um, and can't believe that that's a show on television. It's insane. Like, uh, I mean, obviously, it's just like so contrived, but it's like, um, <laughs> it's like, it feels like the whole premise is just like, okay yeah there's like the romance aspect to it but like the undercurrent of it is like look at how dumb these dudes are <laughs> and like it feels obvious to everyone but the people that are in the room like it feels like it's produced to be like kind of laughable of course yeah it just feels like how like how you just have to debase yourself to go on that show yeah that's what's 
I mean, I'm guessing. I'm I'm just realizing that there's probably a Bachelor at Recap, Reca- like an Ernest Bachelor at Recap podcast. There's probably multiple. Ones oh yeah, there's multiple for sure. Damn, it's bad enough being on it. Recapping <laughs> yeah, it you is a know. real <laughs> sick fuck. You got to be a real sick, sick individual to do that type of shit. Um, uh, what else? What other pods? The Joe uh, Rogan podcast. That's a sick, sick deal. Yeah, I've not really listened except for this morning in my lift on the way to the airport. <laughs> my lift driver was listening to it. I probably it list- was actually pretty interesting. I was that <laughs> is the thing about the Joe Rogan podcast that I don't care what anyone says that he like everyone. I've listened to more episodes than I probably could admit to myself, <laughs> but it's because like inadvertently sometimes he has like really interesting. He has earnestly interesting interviews. He had this archaeologist on this morning that was describing some like massive dig they did that or like massive discovery they had in some dig that they did. Um, And I was like going in and out listening. But what I surmised was that uh, this archaeologist found what could potentially be like human remains dating back to like 130,000 years ago in the Americas, which is like the general consensus is that like there's no fucking way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and he like was going into kind of like the politics of academia and like what it takes, like, like to be a true scientist requires being like an ultimate skeptic and, um, just kind of like the ethics of, uh, being a scientist in the current day. It was really interesting. See, that's the Joe Rogan. I like made me want to finish it. Joe Rogan does that to you. And like (laughs) Joe Rogan fans can be like, you can shit talk about it, but like that happens all the time with his podcast. And it's really psychotic. Like you have to just not earnestly listen. And then the interesting ones will come to the top. They'll come at you. Yeah. I listened to the one about sleep once. The most. Yeah. Yeah. I have to, I've had multiple bros be like, dude, have you heard this? (laughs) Like I've been at like pool, pool parties or like hanging out at the pool with dudes. And they're (laughs) like, yo, and they like put it on their phone and like put it in a cup so we can all hear it. What pool party was this? I was hanging out in Palm Desert with like Todd and bro- and uh, just Palm Desert bros. <laughs> That's king shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's fucking fire. Um, I sort of listen. I hate listening to the sit down. I don't know if you listen to that uh, one. Yeah. With Mike Racine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, tell I, that story. Tell that story. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so Mike Racine and his girlfriend, Deb, recently got engaged. And um, he has slid into the DMs of a few people that I know. And, uh, so I like shouts out, Mike, <laughs> shouts out, Mike. money, 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 Mike, money, Michael. That's what we call him. Um, and so I commented on the post where he's like, me and Deb are engaged and it's like a photo of them. And I was like, he's like, this is my fiance. And I was like, if that's your fiance, why are you always sliding into other women's DMs? Big move. And I was then, like, I'm proud of my girl right he, there. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, that's my girl. I think I faved it too. <laughs> I also am like not a narc in that way, but I was just like, homie. Like, I also was just trying to troll too because I was like, assumed she knew that he's just kind of a fucker. He messaged two of my friends and then me directly and was like, hey, like, what have you heard? Like, was really trying to get to the bottom of it. And I was just like, what have you heard? Yeah. Like, (laughs) who told you this? And I was like, I'm not going to rat out the people who you've been sliding into their DMs, but it's clear that you've been doing it because you're like really worried someone's going to come back. And he's like, well, um, okay, just like, just so you know, that like tweet makes me look really bad. So would you mind removing it? (laughs) (laughs) Damn, this is spicy fucking info. And this doesn't surprise me one fucking bit because like why I like listening to the pod is because he's just a sad piece of shit. (laughs) He's just (laughs) such a sad piece of shit. And his co-host is like also a complete ham, like just a complete ham. But it it used to be funny when it was him, the the other guy and and Frank, Uh because it was like... Was Frank the one that he... 
the third mic that he just like shit on all the time? Uh, or is that Matt? No, no, like, that's Matt. Frank yeah. was Frank was the fucking complete linguini who was just like an <laughs> absolute just nonstop shit talker. Didn't he just, drop an N bomb and he had to get removed? That's why he got removed. Yeah, and he still comes on the show sometimes. But like, um, wait, he dropped an N bomb and he just didn't edit it out. No, he didn't edit it out. <laughs> yeah, was there backlash? And that's I'm why. sure. I don't think anybody listened to it at that point. That was the fifth episode. Oh yeah. Like it's just it's just one of those pods that's just so fucked. And the the dude who the the other dude who actually is the the producer or whatever is constantly posting shit like, "Hey guys, sorry there's no episode this week. <laughs> hey guys, sorry <laughs> about this." And that's that's a case in point pod for why you need to do the remove silence tool to to cut out the little chunks. Yeah, because they don't do that. And there's huge pauses, like huge pauses. They're fucked off. They're big yeah. fucked off. But it's fun. When him and like some other, yeah, complete just like Italian jabroni get on and they just like are just miserable in Italian <laughs> together. <laughs> miserable in Italian. That WAP work ethic. So the, um. so the DM situation wrapped itself up. <laughs> uh, well, he like replied to my tweet, like the public tweet, and was like, is this a joke? And I was like, yeah, it's a joke, winky face. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm not fucking removing it. I'm not taking it down. You can't cuck me like that. And then he followed me. Uh, really? Yeah. Still follows you? Yeah. I mean, this was last week. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for this dude. Just, just sad deal. Yeah. Just he was sad, on sad um, the Michael Brooks show recently, too. Did you see that? No, I don't. He, I don't fuck with Michael Brooks. I do, don't normally either, but I saw that he was on it, and I was like, what does this fucker look like? Because I only have ever heard him. He looks like, like the, an old man. He's like, yeah, pushing 40, maybe, Mike? Over 40, I think. Really? No, he looks younger. He's not that old. I've seen... Is he? Anyway. He's little. Yeah. <laughs> my my friend who has like a weird DM relationship with him was like, dude, he's such a horny fucker. He's just like a little horny troll. <laughs> Damn, Money. people are out here doing these DM relationships. I fuck with it. Let's say it. Uh, this is another pod that I listen to is Revolutions. This is kind of... Oh, that one is tight. It's money. I used to listen to Revolutions a lot when I worked at the coffee shop. Uh, I would binge the whole thing. Like I've been um, uh, sort of holding back so he's covering the Russian Revolution. And like, wow. I prefer to listen to it, like binge it, because it's like much more digestible. So I'm waiting for a good amount of apps to like set up because it's going to be a long one. So I'm stoked on it. He's yeah. money. That fool's money, too. He's so money. Uh, so. Do you fuck with Derek Davison? Uh, I love him. He's so like jolly. He's amazing. He's, yeah, I love that he's just always willing to just laugh and have a good time. He has a funny laugh. He does, <laughs> and he just he thinks everything's funny. He he definitely when he's a guest he 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 cackles. He goes mm -hmm. crazy. Uh, he has a subscription only like Middle Eastern politics. Uh, oh yeah, pod yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Fucking oh, yeah. I subscribed to that for a little bit, but then I was like. I was listening to it at work and I was like, I can't focus. And then I'm like, I don't have any other time that I can listen to this. Really? Yeah. That's so funny that y'all do pods at work. I could never do a pod at work. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, I, I do like mindless pods at work. I go in and out. It depends on the kind of work I'm doing. Like if it's, there's like certain things that I, I, I pause the pod a lot when I'm at work. And
and listening. Like I'm like, shit, I have to think mm-hmm. or I have to read some documentation. I do Derek because he's like the most relaxing person to listen to in the entire world. I fuck with him. He's been on Chapo a couple of times, right? He has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I fuck with him a lot. He's been on my favorite episode of Chapo, which I've listened to in excess of 20 times, which is the one about the movie, the conqueror, which is the John Wayne, listen. the one where John Wayne plays Genghis Khan. <laughs> oh shit. I need to it. listen to that. I finally watched, I finally watched the movie and it is just, it is completely fucking insane. <laughs> That's why I hit him with the John Wayne voice at the live show. Cause like that episode is them doing John Wayne impressions the whole time, but he's oh, like, dude, yeah. but the John Wayne's lines in the movies are like, no need to take prisoners when she'll willingly walk into my tent. <laughs> like, my dad is obsessed with the Duke. We have oh. a giant portrait of him, uh, hanging in my, in his basement. He's the, he's the most inexplicable celebrity. One of the most confusing and confounding people to ever achieve celebrity. Remember Sandra, uh, Sandra's mom's room had the oh. Pope and then the Duke right next to one another <laughs> above her bed, above her, above her bed. She had a picture of the Pope and the Duke separate, but equal. He's so like effeminate. He's so, it's like so insane to me that he has this like reputation for being like a gristled tough guy. Yeah. He's yeah. like the exact opposite in my opinion. That's Hollywood baby. He seems like a big softy. Um, I also, yeah, I don't know. I listen to a lot of mindless shit. I listen to Yeah, But Still occasionally, which is Brandon Wardell's <sighs> podcast. Oh, you, you, you can't fuck with Brandon. I fucking hate Brandon Wardell so much. <laughs> he's one of the least funny working comedians that, that exists. Like, he's unbearable. <laughs> Within 15 seconds, I have to turn it off. And Jack Wagner is one of the funniest people who's ever lived. And yeah, like one I of like my Jack. F- and you can tell that Jack has a lot of contempt for Brandon <laughs> in the podcast, which I really appreciate. But it also, I'm like, oh, dude, you sound kind of like, just like you hate him a little bit. It's just which sad. Which is the theme, I guess, in the podcast that I listen to. Which is whack. Yeah. <laughs> which is I also sad. see Jack Wagner all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Where? He, he lives, he must live like right Well, they me. live down the street from us, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I see him and his girlfriend at Lassen's constantly. That's funny. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Uh, Brandon Wardell before. I met Brandon Wardell before. Oh, yeah. I felt... He's I one was, of the stupidest people who's ever lived. He's super short. <laughs> Where's it? Can we get a redeeming quality gone? Uh, he's pretty stylish. Yeah, he's, he's got drip. He, he is. I, I talked shit on it before, but... But no, he tries really he tries. hard. It's like not That's, that's not drip. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It's not. Um, <laughs> he's got a really punchable face. Uh, <laughs> he gets roasted on Cometown really well. The come down bits where they were going in on that's, him. That's a redeemable quality about him. I mean, him Adam has roasted. built the whole career on. <laughs> um, but yeah. J- I, I think I would hate to hang out with Brandon Wardell for sure. Oh, yeah. He seemed really nice. My homie knew him and he was like, they were chomping. I, I think it, like speaking as a woman, oh. if I can speak as a woman really quickly. We sent, we center, we're centering you. Your yeah. voice is centered. Yeah. I, I just think that he would be brutal to be around in any capacity, friends or otherwise. As a, as a man, I think that he's probably not like a flagrant asshole, but he would say something and he would expect that you wouldn't call him a stupid dumbass for saying what he had just <laughs> said. So, uh, yeah, I my life be able is, to handle it. My life is literally, like, I have a set of friends, like you, you, like, I mean, you're my girlfriend, but like, I have a set of people <laughs> in my life who are like, I mean, you know, oh, okay. <laughs> no, but I have a set of people in my life who are like, don't say stupid shit, but I have another set of people in my life who perpetually say stupid shit and I just, it just rolls right off me. I'm just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah. But I can't, couldn't be me. Nice. But like the, the episodes where it's just Jack, like the, um, one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite, 
One of my favorite, I, I think it was still on Vine, uh, or it, maybe it was, in, maybe he did it on Instagram, but like he had this thing where he was talking about like this deal at Dave and Buster's where you can order, order a certain amount of calamari and you, you get it like on sale depending on how much you order, uh-huh. but you can use coupons to like order more so you get way more calamari than you're supposed to get. And he called it the calamari algorithm. Uh-huh. It was, it's one of the greatest like Adderall rants I've ever seen in my entire life. And he like, he did this whole thing. He had this like charts. <laughs> and like he was doing like diagrams and shit and like math and he was like now listen if we add it up and there's he has an episode where it's just him doing a monologue about the calamari algorithm and it's like one of the funniest things i've ever seen it's on yeah but still yeah it's one of the really early ones yeah and i listened to it and i was like why the fuck can't this just be the whole show this is so troubling yeah yeah he's great he's talented you touched a nerve i'm sorry by bringing this up no i mean yeah you want to touch another nerve in let's talk about that true and non podcast Oh God! The new. Do you hate it? It sucks. It's he hates, so brutal. He hates Brace Belden. Oh, you they, do. They both suck. I love <gasps> them both. They're both garbage. Liz is in sexy Twitter girls. Well, do you want to tell? Wait, her why do you hate Liz? <laughs> well, because it's just one of those. It's the same thing with like yeah, but still, where there's one person who's hella dreaded, and then the other there's the other person who's just kind of like sort of like auto dreaded. They're like autopilot. They're just like. <laughs> It's like they're 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 like completely just acclimated and like adjusted psychologically to this ultra brutal, ultra dread, unacceptable dread. <laughs> so it's like I can't. I have I have a low tolerance for it. It's like kind it's of unacceptable dread. It's, kind of, it's, it's, it, it's simply not sufficient. I fuck with Brace Belden. I like Brace Belden's one of the few podcasters who I like. They meet like the the content I I enjoy, the production I enjoy, and I just I kind of like him personally, which is a weird psychotic thing to think. Like I don't know this person. I I like let, him let, too, let, but let, I get I. Get how he can be annoying. Like oh, I really appreciate when Li- when Liz just like doesn't engage with him, and she's like, "Okay, moving on." Like, yeah. See, so that's the thing. It's like that's upsetting to me, though. <laughs> that's upsetting to me. It's just like, don't pick a better co-host. Oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> last night, uh, Stu was trying. What well, was going to playing me a clip. <laughs> to show an example of what he likes about the pod and I was like turn it off <laughs> 15 seconds in I was like this is brutal stop stop please you're, stop you're brutaling me <laughs> and I was like damn I want to listen to this episode now but you all enjoy it so you can talk about what you like about it <laughs> before I, t- I mean we already do that we have we have a relationship that we can do that in <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just want to center your voice. Yeah, I don't want to... Progressive stack. I want to be inclusive here. Mm. It's one of my goals in coming on this podcast is to be inclusive of all voices. Um, include all boys in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bring boys back. Let boys in. Yeah. Uh, speaking of boys, Bodega Boys is one of my favorite pods. Oh, really? I feel like they're brutal. Whoa, tell me more. I mean, they're like... I don't know. I just feel like they're, um, they fell off. We're talking about the... The homies, right? What these, are their names? These and Marrow, yeah. Well, the show fell off. I've never listened to their podcast. Yeah, but I. <laughs> yeah, the show's garbage. Yeah. The podcast is like unbelievable. It's one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Mm. If you listen to any of the past five most recent ones, it won't it won't take you very long to see why it's worth fucking with. Okay. They do they talk at a sped up pace in the pod? It's just like no, no. I don't know why they, they just talk hella fast. Okay. It's not sped up. Yeah, they're just like. They're just going. What do uh, they talk about? Um, a lot of current event shit. 
current Cloud of culture shit, but they riff they riff on tons of stuff. Like a lot of what they talk about starts as just some tiny thing, and then they they go way off. So it's in that way, it's much different from the show. Because on the show, there's like a video clip, and then they're supposed they do like five jokes, and then they move on to the next thing. Yeah, it's pretty dry and it's pretty slow. Yeah, but they do like dozens of them, like really really fast. Highly recommended. Easy okay, to recommend. I'll give it a shot. I'll give the Bodega Boys a shot. Why not? Why not? See what happens. If it's still brutal, let me know. Yeah. I um I was listening to this podcast that's by these like kind of cheesy comedians in Brooklyn, but I like what I really liked about it is that they were so removed from like all of the kind of like edgelord leftist shit and they just strictly just enjoy each other's company. <laughs> And, like, it's really nice to hear people just thoroughly enjoying one another. It's just a wholesome meme. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, very wholesome. Um, and it also, like, a style of humor that I don't get exposed to that often. Um, but it's Kat Cohen and Patrick Regan and they host a podcast called Seek Treatment. And I was originally exposed to it because I was, like, looking up John Early, the comedian, and he did an episode of theirs. And it was really good. And then I subscribed to it, and then I, like, went I went too hard. <laughs> I went I went in too hard. You and blew then, out. Yeah, I blew out. And then I was just like, I really, I this chick annoys me so much. And, like, decided I hated her last week. And, like, that she was a narcissist. And that Ship she needs to get the fuck over herself. <laughs> <laughs> is that like when you 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 uh, friend up too tough and then ghost? Dude, that's my pattern. <laughs> it's healthier to do with the podcast than real people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I need to get it out with podcasts and what not in oh, my real life relationships. This did bring up a podcast that's a throwback that is no longer no longer lives, but was an epic podcast. This week had me like. Oh yeah. I, I don't know. Really never listened to this week had me like. You might fuck with it. I don't actually. That's a good question. If I would fuck with it, how do you, how would you describe this week had me like? Um, so it's Caroline Goldfarb, the girl who runs Official Sean Penn, that meme account. I don't uh, know about that. Oh, um, she's basically just like really into like D-list bizarre celebrities, um, and like especially like celebrities that were famous in like the early two thousands and like what they're doing now. So it was basically like a gossip podcast about. Uh, just like bizarre celebrity shit. Yeah, and, which kind, of, is, kind of intriguing. It was super money, and like it had like I think it was funny. It was weird, and it also like approached things with like a kind of like a, a lighthearted earn, not earnestness so much as like a little bit of love in it all. Yeah, like, yeah, it, it definitely. W- yeah, definitely wasn't like catty. It's very much like comes from a place of love. But like un- understanding the re- like the absolute absurdity and insanity of it all. It also had like a fun aspect of it where you'd like she would post all like the relevant pictures. So you'd like go back on an, on her Instagram feed and be like the, like the official the this week had me like feed and you'd be like whoa that was the image that she's referencing yeah she's like a, of course like obsessed with Lindsay Lohan and the like Lindsay Reba Lohan McIntyre. the Lindsay Lohan breakdowns were pretty amazing yeah yeah Lindsay incredible Lohan lost her finger yeah in a weird boating accident and then she broke down the entire like saga the saga of what happened the post <laughs> what she thinks actually happened who who she was with does she do more than one story in a pod yeah mm. is yeah. each pod like a single celebrity no 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 it's like uh, multiple stories it's like yeah. a se- it has segments pod so the uh, like a segment of like uh what were the segments i don't know uh, the only one i remember is celebrity endorsements oh yeah the celebrity endorsements were money they like were the sponsored like, con the spawn con on instagram the weirdest that, like, like d-listers were getting into weirdest celebrity endorsements that you could that they would find yeah like candace cameron first darkest tuna <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh nick uh was the guy from nick 
I was about to say Nick Mullen, but <laughs> from Backstreet Boys. Uh, Nick Carter? Nick Carter's endorsement of like the weird blood thing or something like that, or fro- freezing your blood or something. Oh, I don't remember this. I might be mixing things up, but it was essentially <laughs> shit like that. It was wild. That's pretty low. I'll, I'll freeze my blood, sure. Yeah, it was money. It was a money pot. I, I was sad when she stopped doing it because she got a better job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do y'all focus citations needed? No, no, I've never listened. AB's recommended that to me multiple times, and I don't know. I think I've not listened to it because it sounds like nerd shit. Um, it's really, really good. Do you know who Adam Johnson is? Uh, no. It's really, really good, and it's really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> and ironic, AB, that you would recommend that, considering that I <laughs> recommended it to you. But no, uh, it's it's so shit. Just how it. recommendations work. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where I am, mouth, source, I am the source. I'm the I'm the source. I am the source. <laughs> The sources I no, they're they're really good. They they um, it's media criticism, and it's all typically like personality or trope based. So mm. they'll look at a. Oh, I might have been confusing it with Majority Report. Oh, different, yeah. definitely different. Yeah. Um, I just listened to my first episode ever of Majority Report. So did I. No, I listened the one to one that before. I sent you. Yeah, it was good. That was yeah. good. Yo, this is an interesting podcast that I think like maybe is divisive. But does anyone did anyone ever fuck with dissect? I know you, me, and Carly listened to dissect. No, no, I didn't. Wait, is that the one with Mehdi Hassan? No, that's Deconstructed. Dissect oh. is the music one where the guy like, breaks down an album song, oh, song yeah. each, each episode. He like broke down Frank Ocean's Blonde and did My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and Pippa Butterfly. And I only ever listened to the Frank Ocean one. That was the only one that like caught me. Oh, no, I listened to Pimpa Pimp Butterfly. It's a weird one because it's one of those podcasts that was much more in line with Serial. Like really? we're, we're like all the normies recommended to you. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and yeah, like everyone who's like not like a weird, like online freak like us, like was recommending dissect to me. Cause they were like, Oh my God, it's so crazy and cool. And like, it's weird because I recommended it. Cause it is interesting. Like the Frank Ocean one was like, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Like breaking down blonde the way he did. He's like a smart dude. He does approach everything with the, the psych, the kind of like this American life inspired production and like voice. So that gets a little bit tiresome, but it was fire. But I was wondering if y'all had some hot takes on it because I think it's a funny. I I have mixed feelings about him and like that kind of podcast genre in general, like serial. Oh yes, yeah, I don't know if I could fuck with it. I don't know that I could fuck with any podcast where people talk about music. To be honest, that's interesting. Yeah, I think it would just drive me insane. Just like their the takes being wrong. Yeah, or not in- or not interesting. Like because it's really hard to fuck up a music take. Like you just you know. It's more about like uh, you get really enthusiastic about something and talk about it in a way and it just like, I don't know. It's just a music. It's just my relationship to music. It's like it's good or it's not good. People that talk about it bum me out almost <laughs> always, almost always. And that's like the, sh- the, the shit that I mute on Twitter. Like 90% of what I'm muting is like people that are just musicians and people that are saying shit that it's just like I've seen way too many times that I can't take it. Yeah. Anyone who says, oh, I got some really exciting things coming out tomorrow. Big announcement soon. <laughs> that's an auto mute and a goodbye forever like, <laughs> producers tend to do that a lot it's pretty troubling but i don't know yo how do y'all feel about this is like i'm throwing back now but i always i, I think about this pretty often when i'm thinking because i listen to some like podcasters such like a normalized part of our lives now but thinking of like the early days of podcasting because that was like we came up in that like we came of age as podcast became a thing right yeah and like the or like the because all my first podcasts weren't even real podcasts they were just like there were npr episodes that were available for download through itunes and then mark Marin's show what the fuck was like the first like 
modern podcast. You were telling, tell me again about how he's like every single LA, he's like an arch, LA archetype. Like there's a million Mark Marins in LA. <laughs> Mark Marin is the archetype for like the 40 year old dude that like isn't particularly good looking, is kind of dejected and bummed out about life, is too dumb to be like, in, like very monetarily successful, but just smart enough to be feel dejected and like alienated and understand their own alienation, and then they just kind of want to get pussy all the time on top of it. So they become Mark <laughs> Maron types. That adds up. <laughs> yeah, they like have like interesting comedy because it's like accessible enough. Uh, they like movies. They think like they'll watch like Black Panther or they'll talk a lot about like the new Amazon series about superheroes and be like, it's really great. <laughs> <laughs> the dark darkness <laughs> but you kind of feel i feel i always have a soft spot for them because like i'm like i mean in a different world that could be me i mean well yeah i mean no well yeah in a very different world well i mean <laughs> mainly in the different world where like i'm like six inches shorter and like <laughs> not as good like, that's like <laughs> in a world where i'm uh, not as good looking as i am that could easily be me <laughs> pretty much same i mean same for yeah. sure in a world where i'm like dumber and uglier and i'm shorter <laughs> and people don't like really like me that much and tips aren't always breaking down my door <laughs> and um i'm not having as much fun yeah, uh, anything is possible really. <laughs> this is like an old joke that me and my friends had they're like dude you look like you look just like eddie murphy if you if he was white <laughs> wow <laughs> That's 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 super ignorant. <laughs> that was some sixteen-year-old shit right there. That's a, yeah. That's one of those jokes that you re you repeat when you're a teenager because it's like you gotta laugh the last time you said it. And yeah. You say it again later <laughs> yeah. Of on. course, always shipping it. Mark Marin cereal. I think uh, Bodega Boys they had another podcast. They've had three podcasts, mm. and they did like hundreds of episodes for each one. So this most recent one is the most recent one, and like I think have it you listened to all of them? Twenty twelve, yeah. Really? Damn. Yeah. You, you listen to the podcast more than anyone I know. I have to admit. Is that true? Can I, I admit that to you right now? I feel like you homies listen to at least as many podcasts. <laughs> I listen to a lot of podcasts. You li- I think I listen to less than you do. Yeah, I think that's true too. Yeah. But I'll experiment. Do- <laughs> You're, you're up twice. for new experiences. <laughs> yeah. I rarely break out unless I'm it's up for adventures. <laughs> shit has to be highly recommended for me for me to be like, yeah, I'm in on this. Or it has to come up on a YouTube suggested feed. Yeah, I don't know how I got into this one, but I start. I like went on a binge of this one podcast that was like not good. Um, uh, called Mormon and the Method, and it was just like it's just this woman who's like an ex-tweaker and this guy who's raised Mormon, and they're like both stand-up comedians, and they just like get together and talk about like they have a theme of each episode, and they get together and talk about like their extremely divergent experiences with that particular subject. I don't think I like laughed once, but there was like something about it that was really comforting to me. But he was like so wholesome that it was triggering. Oh no. And she was like so ratchet. Like her stories were so ratchet that it was like completely unrelatable and like scary. <laughs> I like that. That's actually, that sounds kind of funny. I can, <laughs> if it's timed correctly. And he was just like always very, very just like, wow, wow. Like in, yeah, no, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking like, how can a guy like that respond to that? It's, it's, it's either some form of like, whoa, or wow. Or it's like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was always just like, yeah, just being incredible about everything. Unreal. Yeah. When, when's your pod coming out? Oh, the, do you want the saga of my pod? Let's hear it. It was going to be so good. We recorded three episodes. It was going to be um, 
like advice centric. Me and my two friends in Los Angeles um, came up with it when like I was really going through it and then they were fairly stable and then we tabled it because like I was pressing them on it pretty hard. Like, come on, let's just do it. Who cares? Like no one's going to listen to it. Let's just do it as something to do. And they were like not super down. It seemed like they were a little more um, scared of having their voices heard. And um, then our other friend in the trio, after Sue and I got back together, broke up with her boyfriend. And she was like, yo, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this pod. Let's just do it. Like, I just want to I just want to live my life. I'm single. <laughs> and so we recorded three episodes and like didn't have any equipment or anything. Like it was just like we were recording it on an iPhone and the sound quality on one of them was like really bad but the sound quality on the other two was like it was totally fine and acceptable like just to release and get it started but it like it got to the point where everyone was just being like so nitpicky about like the way that it sounded and like feeling dumb and sounding stupid and it was just like it it blew up basically in a really unfortunate way that is unfortunate yeah where are those apps at? On a Google Drive somewhere. Oh, shit. Can I have one? Just put it on the, put it on the pod stream? <laughs> I just release it. <laughs> so far. You, uh, Buy the rights. You should convince them. Shit, you can retain the rights. Um, yeah, it was it was a good idea. Because we like had people write in questions that they wanted uh, answered. And they were good friends of ours that had really interesting questions that they wanted advice on. And all three of us had, like, very, uh, we had, like, a common um, foundation that binds us, which is that we were, like, all raised Mormon, but have very different, like, personalities. So, it it was going to be good. And then... Is there and, any hope? And then it was never. Is there any hope? I don't think so. I think, like, the conclusion was drawn that, well, one of my friends is an academic, and she was, like, really worried about her name being out there in a way that could be, like, used against her in the future, because she's, like, really scared of people, like, canceling her. Kind of like how we were all like, yeah, rape jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Those can be good. <laughs> You're not worried about <laughs> it at all, right? Uh, well, you never know until you know. <laughs> I'm against rape jokes. Anyway. Yeah. I am too. Uh, unless any, they're funny. Is there any hope? If it's funny. Is there any hope? For my pod? No, I don't think so. I think it's dead. I think it's dead in the water. Okay, well, let's start over. Let's blank slate. Okay. What's your pod? I think I would do that pod. I think I would do an advice pod. Who's on it? Um, Dream Team. All of all of Hot Girl Twitter thread? Hot Girl Twitter thread would be on it. Although one of one of the co-hosts is in Hot Girl Twitter thread. Damn, who's not in Hot Girl Twitter thread? Not are me. you? In, are, you're not in it. Not yeah, not me not neither. Girls only. Girls chat. Sorry. Goodbye. Boys. We got boys thread. We definitely have. Yeah. What does the boys chat say? Did you guys see that uh, post that was like, men, men of Twitter, listen up. Would you feel? If weird? I took your phone today, would you be okay with me seeing what's going on? I hate having to look at DM. that fucking freaks. <laughs> Face. Avatar, yeah. Her <laughs> avatar is the worst. She's also like a lawyer for Wall Street or something. I don't like, know. She sucks. Yeah. Her job is I, I suck. <laughs> wow. Got her. <laughs> Got her. Got her. Her, her job is uh, hurting me. Yeah. Hurting me. Yeah. That, I was hard to see the scene that fucking. Uh, um, God, it's showing me a meme right now. That's uh, a boys' thread meme for sure. <laughs> but okay, so Dream Team. Um. Well, it would need to be someone that I could riff with. 
And there are a few people in my life that I can do that with. And then there would need to be someone who could bring it back. You know, you need the stabilizing force. And I'm not a stabilizing force. Yeah, you're a live wire. I'm a chaotic force. (laughs) I've been having to keep this whole shit together. (laughs) This whole time. It's been pretty much... I'm popping off. It's almost gotten out of hand. (laughs) Anyway, uh, okay, so you're the instigator. You're the fire starter. You're the the, Oh, God damn it. Here we go. Yes, you're the you're you're one personality on a personality table. On out of the eight, nine, nine possible personalities, <laughs> and you're the fifth. Kill, kill, okay. Um, well, I hope that happens for you. Yeah, I'm not like I don't need a podcast, you know. Oh, it's yeah. fine. I think it would be really <laughs> interesting to show to like my posterity, like right, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Like I think, like as a as a like oral history, it would be fun, you know. But I don't like. I don't think anyone needs to hear what I have to say, honestly. Well, okay. You know. <laughs> I I liked it. I liked that first episode. Yeah, I let I let Stu listen. I think I sent it to you, Aya. You no. sent it? No, I don't think I don't you know. did. Well, maybe I asked if I. Could. No, he didn't send it. I can't remember. He didn't. I wanted to. You sent it to me. No, I didn't. Yes. No, no. no you do send it to me soon. <laughs> is what you do. I don't have. Okay, I need the Google Drive shared with me. Oh, so it's... <laughs> it's, like, on my friend Becky's. We just, like, did it and then forgot about it. It was, like, a thing. Yeah. You I know? have it on my phone. Stu has it on his phone. All right, ship it. Ship it. Stu, yeah. what's your pod? <laughs> I don't know. I thought about a lot of pods. Foo's Gone Wild? Foo's Gone Wild. God damn, I wish. I that, I can't. As much <laughs> as I love Foo's Gone Wild, I, it would be inappropriate for me. That That's a line. That's a bridge too far for that's me. That's appropriation. It's like, I actually would feel bad doing that. I'm like... Let the keep, let the foos keep that. Um, no, I'm saying like you get the the foos come through and you chop it up. Damn, that'd be money. Not like a con- no, not a commentary. No, like a foos gone wild like discussion circle. I kind of love, dude. Foos can say have just they have the best stories. I love. Hang- I could have Mondo on and just have him tell stories all day. <laughs> um, I've had Ship a, just milk him. This is like a weird side note but it like for stories it really frustrated me but uh i saw when, <laughs> when like sobriety got really big and like all these sobriety podcasts started happening <laughs> i got so bummed because i was like damn i had i had that idea so long ago <laughs> and like wanted to record a like start some kind of podcast that was centered around that and i was just lazy and shitty and not that it would have been good but i was just mad that other people did it and i had the idea first that's the, the sober as fuck pod yeah something like that i mean it would have sucked anyway i can't even think of what i'd done it on i had an idea a while ago of doing like a um as translated by a bro for a podcast oh wow just try to current take, events told by a bro Nietzsche? Pretty, yeah <laughs> no yeah exactly like every like just try to like take an idea that's somewhat like or some kind of historical cultural thing phenomena and like translate it for bro, into bro speak. I could do that. I could fuck with that. I know that'd be really tight, actually. That's yeah. yeah that would be. I'd I, I'd do that if you want to set that up. We could do a bro speak a bro speak uh, translation. I mean, I sort of do that. I mean, when I'm like teaching Shakespeare, like you got to tell you got to you got to bring it to you got to you got to put it to bro for the teenagers to like kind of yeah yeah grasp. Yeah, I appreciate it. that's. I think I could do that. Plus, there's a shit ton of bro shit that happens in Shakespeare. It's so broed out. <laughs> there's actually bro shit everywhere most Wouldn't you agree like like what for example i mean in shakespeare people are constantly like fucking around on each other and like obviously stabbing each other just homie code getting violated on a regular basis constantly and just like holding a grudge and killing other people behind it and then being like no bro it was totally fucking tight <laughs> like you don't even fucking get it dude that shit was not tight like it's totally and you just 
have a long monologue explaining how it was okay to do. Stu, you should do this podcast. I thought about doing it. My you problem. should translate the Greek tragedies. Into bro speak. Yeah. Damn, because that's one thing I have done is read a lot of Greek tragedies. Yeah. I could do a Greek tragedy. What's the most broed out Greek tragedy? The most broed out Greek tragedy? Uh, damn. Um, I don't know. See, this is the most broed out thing about me. I don't remember any of like the names <laughs> of the authors because I'm like, that shit is so... Like when I read a Greek tragedy, like the names are just like... I translate them to how I think I'm like... So I don't even... But I don't care because it's not the important part of the story. But uh, there was... No, nah, I'm not... I'm, it's not a good time was for Was it this. The Odyssey by LeBron James? <laughs> 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 there was one that I particularly remember that talked directly about pedophilia that I was like, that shit is so... This is so broed out right now. <laughs> oh, God. It was talking about, come over here and let me feel your balls. That's... Yeah, see, I really should do bro speak. <laughs> Damn, dude. Well, yeah. Philosophy for bros. Philosophy yeah. for the bro. I mean, Kant, you could, Kant was kind of a bro. He was like a super elaborate bro. That's just the thing. Like, that's a lot of homies are bros, but they dress it up. Yeah. Or they're just really high-powered bros. <laughs> like, really smart bros. I mean, I think I fall into that category. A high-powered bro. I've definitely been told that, yeah, in my time. I, I, never, pick, I never think of you as a bro. I was in a frat. Damn. And was you played it? football. And I played football in high school. Yeah, but the, you've, like, shed that bro skin. What's my new skin? I got new you're skin. Like, you're like very like I'm um, dark and artsy and like. Wow. That is not how I see AO. That's so interesting. But I want to be and very I, like contemplative and like brooding. You're very brooding. I too am strange and unusual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn, really? That's fire. God, yes. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, I mean that in the most. Um, positive way possible i have an unusual uh unusually heightened sensitivities to the mm-hmm. world around me and mm-hmm. um it can be very overwhelming for a, a fragile young soul like myself yeah, and so yeah. i'm i'm forced to contend with the dark forces and the mm-hmm. uh, read baudelaire and fucking just uh <laughs> usually the lights are off <laughs> in the room you know you've seen me you've seen me live yeah. my my, yeah, my dark brooding life i personally know know you as a bro in my heart so that's why it's never i, I find that love you bro yeah. You don't you don't suppress your sensitivities in a way that in the way that many bros do. That is true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I Which mean, is absolutely a credit of yours. Yeah. The traditional bro methodology is to feel all those things and just uh suppress them till you turn stupid and then do stupid things. <laughs> For sure. I mean I've done that once or twice, but yeah. well cool, so I'm not oversharing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not brutaling. I'm not dumping and vomiting. No. I'm not a big dumper vomiter. No. No. Isn't that a thing that people do? Dumpers? Dumpers. Oh. I feel like it I mean, be- I know it, all about dumpers. I feel like it became pretty <laughs> am I right? Dumpers um, 24/7 over here, but anyway. It became uh <laughs> in vogue to like overshare, you know? I feel like that was a thing that happened like a few years ago where people were just like I'm being radically vulnerable. And then it was just like, they were disclosing like every part of their lives to you. It was, it this came- is interpersonally. You mean one on one? Yeah. I mean, just like, er, in like, yeah, it became like an in vogue thing to do though. You there know? was like a shift of with like self care culture. It became this thing where it's like, yeah. I just need to like be myself and like being myself is like having no boundaries <laughs> and like no respect for the other people in the room and just like becoming a vortex of like your own was, personal experience. It was pioneered by the Facebook essay. 
like the long Facebook ex- ex- like ex- Facebook exit where you, oh yeah where that's, you, like, that's expose an your, interesting expose your thing like it says like this is something really personal like it starts with like this is something yeah. really personal to me and I but I think it's important to share for other people who yeah, may be suffering absolutely. and then there's the read more button that you always skip over you're like fuck yeah. I don't want to see that unless it's like someone you kind of don't like and you're like hell yeah let me see what dumb shit you're saying right now to judge yeah. you silently disclosure and confessionalism yeah, that when became I, like a hot thing. It's a pretty brutal deal. Like when I was it's trying so to fi- when I was trying to figure out how to just like make a public post of coming out for buy, like I was like, this cannot be more than a paragraph long. <laughs> I was like, if this is longer than that, I am going to fucking kill Wait, myself. Wait, coming out for buy? Yeah. Wait, you're bisexual? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I guess I only put it on Facebook, but yeah. When was this? Uh, when I became bi, <laughs> uh, a year ago. Oh, I just didn't about know a year that. ago. Yeah. I had no idea. Yep. Yeah, no, I don't have Facebook. Sorry. Bye. Bye, Switch. <laughs> the worst kind. The fucking worst kind. But, um, yeah, that's me. It's wow. me. It me. I had it no me. idea. I'm always doing gay-ass shit with my name on Twitter. You're not, <laughs> you're not catching that, I guess? I, I never... <laughs> too, too coded, I guess. I never think of that as gay, but I do think of the, the like, cutesy uh, anime stuff as a little gay. Or not anime stuff, but like cutesy, like Japanese, like little animals and stuff. Really? I feel like a lot of straights fuck with that shit, but yeah. It, oh, straight it, guys? It can be great. It can be gay. Yeah. Straight, straight guys love anime. Straight, no, straight, I, no, I mean like little cutesy animals and like fluffy bunnies retweeting them onto the timeline. Um, well, yeah, it skews gay, but I don't know. <laughs> it's it's not necessarily I know there's a lot of kind of brutal savage bros that fuck with cute shit as a way to ameliorate yeah. the rage and the nightmare. But Are I mean I mean I I say that and I'm only like being like, Oh yeah, I guess that could be interpreted as gay, like in looking back. I never was like what is AO fucking You're gay, gay? <laughs> I mean, I guess you, I'll take your word for it that you weren't, but... Yeah. Wait, what's the last fluffy shit I put on Twitter? <laughs> you retweeted the cat. Uh, oh, loops. That's yeah. straight shit. You, that's... that's the, the straights invented loops, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? That's like so. That's like Reddit cat, like... Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Cats. I've never... I don't, I don't fuck with cat memes. I don't know. Well, look, I mean, I c- I, I'm happy to be a little soft and sensitive about it, too. Not a big deal. Hello. Is this gay? I was thinking about retweeting this guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he's just presiding. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Let me he's see. seen a lot. He's got a lot to share, and he's looking on. <laughs> he's presiding. That's a good word for it. Uh, river otter. <laughs> right? We're looking at a photo of a river otter. I know. This is like, this is the shit that happens on podcasts that drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> what? what? Is, actually, actually, the last time I had a big snap surrounding a podcast was the live show like the the ireland live show of chapo oh yeah and i had to message ao just to vent because i think i had messaged you angrily about chapo too much the week before damn this otter is really ho- homied out <laughs> Don't, why the fuck i was on twitter and someone had that the as a feminist whatever person are we how f- much on time are we we're we're shipping it we're way over okay any other podcasts we should talk about i think, I think um oh there's one more uh, it's not really worth it oh you know what one i actually really like and i totally forgot up until this moment it's called not really um it's that. hosted by patrick sandberg who's a stylist and um paul cupo who's patrick uh, sandberg's been on red scare right yes yeah yes he talked yeah. about the, the the met gala oh yeah yeah um but and paul cupo's a designer and they're just two gay dudes who live in New York who uh, go in on the topics. 
and they're very sweet and very funny and cynical. What are the topics? highly recommend? The the one that really got me, and this is maybe wading into dangerous territory, but like every one of their episodes is called like not really something, not really whatever. Um, they did one called they did one with Dasha called not really a salad where they talked about uh, aggressive salad. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I should go on. Um, <laughs> where they talked about the Jesse Smollett uh, oh, yeah. debacle. And then um, they did another one called Not Really Binary. And where they talk about like the non-binary craze. Craze. <laughs> I feel totally comfortable calling it a craze. Wave. God. <laughs> uh, cool. <laughs> Are they still going? Are they still trucking? Yeah, I think they took a little hiatus, but... Uh, as far as I know, they're still cranking them out. Podcasts can't take hiatus. They had. They're like, this ends our sure season. Sure, they can. <laughs> they're calling it a season. A season. I guess that's the way that podcasts do it. They do season. Like Intercepted does seasonal stuff. I just don't post the pod for a month. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just not post for like two months. Interesting. I did that before. Didn't post one this week because I couldn't get the shit edited correctly. It was too long. Yeah. I was going to talk about one podcast. It's kind of dry, but it's like it touches on a subject. It's a bummer, though, because you all haven't listened to it. It's called The Nine Nine Pound Hammer. It's a skateboarding podcast. Mm -hmm. And if you ever want to just listen to dudes, just the dumbest dudes being dumb, talking for three hours, that is that podcast. And it's the worst is that I like perpetually always like I never watched. I never listened to the full pod, but I always watch like sec they start doing like segmented clips and they've they got me on that one. But it's just like skate shit. It's just skateboarding dudes talking about skateboarding shit. Hell but yeah. it's so painfully dumb. And the dude, this is actually the funniest combination of shit. The dude is just like a complete dumb skater, the guy that hosts it. He was like a professional skater for a while who was never like very, very good, but he was a pro, so he was good. But he's decided to like affect the NPR voice, yeah. which is the funniest combination of like just dumb skate bros being like, trying wow. to be self serious. Trying to be self serious. Oh. I like it. <laughs> it's so <laughs> so intense. It's so unreal. Uh, all right, I think we can conclude by agreeing that it's bad to listen to podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. Just don't do it.